0: Okay, no theme, there's no theme again today I still haven't been approved from iTunes But I've confirmed that uh, the reason I was taken down (laughs) was because of the swear word One little shit, and they take down the whole fucking thing Like no note saying, hey, stupid, you can't do that You can't swear in here Not on this directory, you're not Like, you have 12 hours to comply How hard would it have been for me to go edit that out? And get my shit together. But no, they took the whole fucking thing down. And I deserve it. I deserve it. Alright, well, you know what? It's Pride in Winnipeg. Which seems early to me. Usually I thought it was in June sometime. Like, middle of June. Like, Father's Day June. But maybe they've changed it now. So, I don't know. Tomorrow there's some kind of march or parade or... I don't know, something. I might go. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. The weather's gonna be good. Like, winters suck in Winnipeg. But summer... Delicious. Delicious. Yesterday was beautiful. Today, lovely as well. Uh, I'm not really married, but I'm a common-law partner of uh, an albino, uh, five foot eleven albino Nordic woman. And uh, she went outside today, and it was partially cloudy, and she was wearing a sunscreen of about 30, and she's burnt. She burned herself. 30, 30 SPF. Burnt. Flaming red and That's a disability I mean, I wish she would have uh, revealed that When we were first dating Because now I'm dating someone who's disabled And I don't really think that's fair That should have been disclosed Am I right? Right Okay, if you're not friends with me on Facebook um, I have a neighbor who lives like right beside me And our walls are attached We share a wall And every day at approximately 6am She plays really fucking loud music Which wasn't an issue before, because I was working a lot earlier, so at 6am I was up and out of bed But now I'm not So, Sarah gets up at 5.30, has a shower, I finally start falling asleep at 6 And then I hear the bass of this, like, shitty, shitty music I don't even know what it is, I can't hear the lyrics or anything, I just hear this thumping and it fucking, like, shakes my whole bed and not in a good way Bitch So, I, I thought about it, how can I fix this problem? What would an adult do? And then I asked several adults, and they said, uh, "I don't deal with confrontation well." And I said, "Well, I don't deal with confrontation well either, because I'm still going to be living next to this woman for at least a couple more years, so I don't want to be a dick." So I did. I did what I had to do. I wrote a nice, nice note. I got Sarah to write it in her nice handwriting, not in my threatening, like Jeffrey Dahmer handwriting. So she wrote that note, and I waited till I knew she was gone for work. And I ran over to her house and I didn't even ring the doorbell. I just taped the note to her door and I ran away like a little girl. Because that's how I deal with shit. So then today, (laughs) today's uh, Sarah's outside on the deck and we had just finished fighting because I was making the stupid recipe for ribs that her mom always makes and I neglected to actually look at the recipe. I just assumed we had everything and we didn't have lemon juice. So I was being a total bitch about it. I'm like, well, what, what? I have to go fucking to the store? I have to make all this shit and then I have to go to the store? Is that what you're telling me? And then I was like, hang on, there's ice cream at the store. Hmm. So I, I changed my tune pretty fucking quick. I was like, oh, hey, I'll go to the store. And you know what? I'll get lemon juice and ice cream. See ya. So then, like, I'm about to, I'm gathering up my wallet and my stuff. And, uh, Sarah comes back in. <laughs> I've never seen her move so stealthily in my entire life. She looks at me. The neighbor. The neighbor's on her deck, too. I was like, oh, did you say hi? Yeah, but it's it's really weird And I was like, oh, that's too bad I gotta go to the store Remember how you didn't want to go to the store? Well, I have to go to the store Sorry, bye, have fun Super awkward I'm so glad I went to the store That's the best thing that ever happened to me Okay, that's a bit extreme It's not the best thing that's ever happened to me But it was pretty funny Alright, so other than that I've had uh, a couple of weird days A couple of really weird, aggravating days Alright, so Thursday I go to my mom's house and I think I, I can't remember what I did there. I like planted something. It was just something irritating and tedious. Oh onions. I planted onions and I don't fucking like it. Cause you know when you work out in the sun, it's like, hey, it's even hotter outside right now. What why not go work in the sun some more? Because I'm not I'm not sweaty. Like fuck. Brutal. Uh so I went over there and I'm sitting on I'm sitting on the couch and I'm petting Max. And I'm like, man, he's got like a huge zit on his back. What is that? Wow, what the fuck? Where's that coming from? And my niece comes over and she looks and she's like, it's a tick. And I said, what? It's a tick. Oh, no. Cue the panic. Can you hear the panic? Can you hear the Benny Hill music? I'm like, okay. All right, everybody. Let's just, let's just stay calm. We can figure this out. It can't be that complicated. Meanwhile, I'm fucking, I'm freaking out. I'm panicking. I am fucking panicking. Don't panic. I'll show you who won't panic. I will panic. So then I'm like, okay all right, let's just get our shit together here. Okay. What do we do? And then my sister says to me, well, my neighbor can take off a tick. And I was like, that's really fucking useful information. Thank you so much for sharing that, that your neighbor that lives, mm, I don't know, 20 minutes from here can take off a tick maybe. Thanks. You're fucking really helpful. Good person to have around in a calamity. You're the best. And then I'm like, okay, I'll just Google this. We have computers in our pockets. I will Google this and find a solution to this problem. So the solution is tweezers. And uh, what you're supposed to do is grasp the tick right behind its head and pull up with tweezers. Like specifically pointy, really narrow tweezers at the tip. Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, I'm sick again because that's what I deserve because I'm a terrible person. And I'm like, okay, well, where are the tweezers? I'm looking around. I can't find them. I'm like, mom, huh. Where are the tweezers? No answer. She my mom has this awesome habit of when I'm like in a heightened, agitated state for whatever reason, she doesn't acknowledge me. Which which makes me even more angry. And it makes my sister laugh at how angry I am. So I was like, okay. Tweezers. Huh? Yeah, can you can you hear me? Twee I need tweezers. Okay, I need tweezers. Where the fuck are the tweezers? Like, can you just Can you just acknowledge that I'm speaking here? Can you just, like, look at me when I'm talking? Can you? What the fuck are you wanting? I want fucking tweezers. Oh. You know, I don't know what we have a Tweezy. Okay. Hold the phone. Everybody put this shit on pause for a second and think. This is a house full of Italian women and you're telling me there are no tweezers? There are no tweezers in this house? I don't fucking think so doesn't make any sense fuck off and then my sister says well hmm you know she had tweezers at one point oh oh she had them at one point did she well that's that is the second bit of useful information you've provided well thank you so very much hmm okay uh asshole Alright, so now I'm digging around, I'm digging around I go upstairs and I know that there's like a drawer Like a junk drawer full of all kinds of dumb shit Like old razors, there's toothpaste in there from 1997 And like weird shit So I dig around and I find them But they're not exactly the tweezers I need They're not the long pointy ones So I thought, fuck So then I googled how to remove a tick without tweezers Because I thought, well maybe if they're not long and pointy, they're not good And the whole time I'm thinking about, you know, Lyme disease And how long have they been on him Is he dying? Is there any more? Is there more than one? I don't know I don't know So I I find the soap And then it says to just like put some soap on the area And the ticks will take their head out Because they don't like soap And then they're like oh be careful don't get any of the tick on you You don't want to snap the tick when you pull it up You want to get it off in one piece and don't break it Because like they've got all kinds of bacteria and shit in them So I'm all panicked and shit And I go outside and I bring my niece with me For moral support You know everybody needs Everybody needs somebody So she came out with me and my dog's like covered in soap because I'm a fucking idiot. And I use the blunt tweezers and I go and I pull it up and it breaks. And I'm like, oh shit, I wasn't supposed to do that. That's the exact right thing I wasn't supposed to do, son of a bitch. So I take the tweezers, I dump the tick body into this like alcohol solution that they tell you to put it in. So I did that. And then I was like, huh, there's another piece here. So I go and lift that piece up. And it was another tick. There was like two ticks on top of each other. So I got those all out and I'm strutting around now, you know? I'm fucking Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman here and getting shit done, taking care of the homestead. And if you don't if you don't know who Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman is, you shouldn't be listening to this show. You're not old enough. You're just not. So I'm like solving problems, I'm getting shit done, feeling pretty macho. And then I was like, oh shit, you know what? He had another bump on his back, and he had a bump on his tummy. So I go and I look and I'm like, oh, God, what if these are like ticks that have been here for like two weeks and they've burrowed under his skin? Oh, shit. Panic, 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 panic. So I phone the vet and I'm like, told them the situation. Like, there's a there's a tick situation here. I really need to come in. Sure. Just come on down. So like I live like or my mom lives like three minutes away from there. So I'm in the car and Max is really pissed off because he thought we were going for a walk because I put the leash on him. And then he goes in the car and then we get there and he knows right where the door is and he looks at me. Because this was the scene of his, I don't know, what do you call it, deflowering? His small castration. I was doing the bunny ears on the small castration. That was me. And we go in, and he's not happy. He knows something's going on. He's shaking. He's standing by the door. He's not into this at all. So the lady takes us into the little room, the little nurse lady. And she looks, and I showed her um, where I pulled the ticks off. And I showed her uh, the bump on his back. And then I showed her his tummy. Like, when we were still back at my house, I showed my niece the very same things. The bump on his back and this tummy. And she says, that's a nipple. I'm like, that's not a nipple. And she's like, no, I'm pretty sure that's a nipple. And I was like, Because you know when you've known a kid since they were born, and they've had shitty diapers, and you know you know that they pissed the bed once in a while when they were really little and stuff. You kind of don't take what they say into any kind of real consideration. You're just kind of like, yeah, all right. Then we get to the vet, And guess what? She looks at his back, and she's like, I think that's a skin tag. I wouldn't really worry about that right now. And I'm like, but what about his tummy? Can you look at his tummy? And she's like, that? And I said, yeah. And she's like, that's a nipple. And my niece was like, pfft. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Everybody's smarter than me. Everybody knows so much more than I know. All right. Fine. Asshole. So then I was like, oh, I thought that those were, like, ticks that I'd, like, burrowed in. And she looks at me, the nurse looks at me, and she's like... Ticks don't burrow. They just stick their head in, and then their bodies get bigger and bigger and bigger. Huh. And then I told her that there were two ticks, like, one on top of the other, and she's like, oh, yeah, that's how they mate. There's, like, a female tick on the bottom, and then the male mounts her on the top, and as the female's feeding, she once she gets enough food, she'll start laying eggs. And I thought, fuck, that's disgusting. <laughs> that is really fucking gross. So, number one, I committed... Murder, and number two, I don't know. Either I broke up some kind of like romantic night, or I stopped a date rape. No matter how you slice it, that female tick is too, too dead to talk now. For days, for days. So that was pretty exciting. I had a fun time with that. That was Thursday. Now today's Saturday, and today was one of the most frustrating days I've had in a long time. I'm trying to grow as a human being. I'm a parent now. I've got to keep my shit together, try and stay calm and relaxed. But I got to tell you, man, there's nothing more frustrating than a lawnmower that won't fucking start. Are you with me? Are you fucking with me here? Go to my mom's house. I bought her a new lawnmower last summer. I think I maybe used it 10 times, and it won't fucking start it just won't start. And a passerby came by and he's like, "Hmm. It's not starting, eh?" And I was like, "No. No, nope, not not starting." And then he tries, and he was asking me. He's like, "Is there gas in it? Is <sighs> Is there gas in it? Yeah. Yeah, there's gas in it. Yeah. 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 Cuz it's it's times like these, you know, times when people ask you stupid questions like, "Is there gas in it?" that you you figure out What they think of you. Like, it's pretty immediate how stupid someone thinks you are. Like, do you think if there was a man standing there, like a big burly man, if he would say, is there gas in it to him? Do you think he would have? Maybe he would have. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm just assuming he thinks I'm stupid because I'm a woman. But I'm only really half a woman, so he's only half right. Okay, so he came, and he's like, okay, well, did did you change the fuel from last year? And I was like, no, there's fuel in it from last year. But I used the fuel stabilizer and I topped it up with fresh gas. And he's like, huh. So he tries pulling on it and then he takes the air filter out, looks at it. No, that looks good. He's like, well, maybe you need a new spark plug. And I was like, okay. All right, sure. Whatever. Uh." And he's like, oh, you know, maybe I'll come back if I have time. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. He's walking around with this kid. He doesn't, you know, you're not here to fix my fucking lawnmower. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. So I start Googling. Yet again, computer in my pocket, get this shit done. So I Google, I find the spark plug. And then I pull like the spark plug cap off and I look at it. And it doesn't look rusty to me It doesn't look It looks brand new I I don't know what a shitty one looks like But it looked brand new to me So I dusted it off with my hands Put the cap back on And tried again for like I don't know about a minute Minute and a half straight Of pulling that fucking cord And that still didn't work Surprisingly enough It did not work Because I had really done nothing in essence I had just looked at it But I was so proud of myself That I had found it And then I I'm not gonna lie about it. I kicked it. I fucking, I fucking kicked that lawnmower. I fucking kicked that lawnmower like it gave me herpes. Oh, I kicked it so hard and it felt so good. And then I get a text from Sarah. How's it going? Lawnmower won't start. I reply. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? She wrote back to me. Got a guess? Right. That's right. That's exactly right. She, she, she wrote back, Is there gas in it? Bing! Is there gas in it, you say? Hmm. Okay. All right, I'm just gonna beat my head against a rock until I'm dead. Okay. Yes, there's gas in it. Yeah. Real fucking helpful. Thank you. So I didn't know what to do, and I'm just like, Okay, it's not gonna start for me today, and that's just how it's gonna roll. <coughs> So I asked Sarah if I can borrow her parents. Her parents say, yes, it's fine. I will borrow their (coughs) lawnmower. Hang on, I need some Fresca. I'm just drinking some Fresca. Zero calories. Mm. Uh, Okay, sorry about that. So I go get theirs. I start it up. Everything goes great. Lawn is mowed. My mom also has this really irritating habit uh, of like trying to like. Give me stuff when I'm doing something like I understand her need to like nurture and feed like she's an Italian woman Like she wants to give you something to drink you can have something to eat But it's like I'm doing something and it's fucking hot and I've been trying to start a lawnmower for an hour and a half With no success like no, you know what maybe when it's 26 degrees and the Sun is beating down on me Maybe now is not the time to offer me heavily creamed Steaming hot coffee like maybe that's not what I fucking want right now. Like Can I just Finish this and just fucking go home and enjoy the rest of my goddamn day. Okay, right? Calm down. Not the end of the world. It's just a fucking lawnmower. Let's all just simmer right down. Okay, we'll just simmer down. Now, because Sarah asked me if there was gas in the lawnmower, I had to kill her. I had to wrap my hands around her neck and just squeeze the ever-living fuck out of her. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I didn't... I didn't do that, because you don't get the life insurance when you kill somebody. And then you also go to jail, and it's not Orange as the New Black. Real jail is real scary, I think. I'd assume, anyway. And nobody likes a loudmouth, short, chubby idiot. Nobody. nobody. Okay. So now the lawn's mowed, and I had plenty of time to reflect while I was mowing about how I'm not, I am not the awesome kind of lesbian. I'm not. I don't know my way around a Home Depot I don't own any tools I, I can't apparently do any kind of small engine repair So I think I should just give back my license or whatever I just, I'm fucking useless Like, that's the kind of lesbian you want You want somebody who's kind of like handsome and handy And could strut on up and fix the problem and get shit done I can't do anything Like, my tool belt is full of dildos And, you know, I'm not that good in a tool belt Especially a tool belt full of dildos, you know. I actually quite organize when it comes to my dildo collection. I go I go by size. I, I associate the size with the stereotypical ethnicity. Like, my yellow one's the smallest. And then my white one's kind of average. And then the brown one's a little bit bigger than the white one. And then there's old blackie. We don't talk about blackie. Don't talk about blackie. All right. You're all up to date. You're welcome. Here's Rose. Hey, you know what just fucking occurred to me? That Sling Blade. Sling Blade could fix a fucking lawnmower. Sling Blade. That fucking troglodyte could fix a lawnmower. And me, with my grade 9 education, couldn't figure it out. I have a computer. In my hands. In my pocket. I looked. Checked the spark plug. I looked at the spark plug. Use the proper spark plug wrench. What the fuck is that? I've never even heard of that. Don't over-tighten. Don't under-tighten. This is... I... I don't understand. I don't understand. And then the worst part is... Every... Five minutes... One lawnmower starts... And then another one starts... They work. Every... Everyone else has a fucking... The guy across the street from me... His works. The guy next to me... His works. Son of a fucking bitch. Okay... Bear down, it's not a big deal It's not It's not a big fucking deal Okay, here comes Rose, now Rose She's lived more in her However many years than I Will ever live in a lifetime, maybe Maybe the next three generations won't live as much As Rose has, but she's got some Very interesting things to say And yet again, another courageous person willing to Share crazy shit in order for Us to learn from it, and Maybe do better with the next generation because i gotta tell you her generation of men trade disappointing okay have a listen
1: mama don't let your babies grow up to be rapists that's right little willie nelson there little waylon jennings who knew that a couple of couple of countrymen could sing about don't don't raise your babies to be rapists hey it's me rose um and, uh, hi. Hi, hi, hi. Sorry, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get work up a, a chipper, a chipper attitude for this segment, but it's going to be a rough one, people. I'm just going to tell you that. Um, so this started a little bit, um, well, it started with Adam and Eve. Um, not Adam and Steve. Jesus fucking Christ. Get on with it. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. This is just, ugh. So anyway, um, last night I sent Sanchez this really great essay by comedian Chris Gethart of the Chris Gethart Show. Um, basically uh, saying that, you know, just because you're a guy that's been bullied or left out or rejected um, doesn't give you any right to be a fucking homicidal or rapey maniac. Um, and that's really kind of, I'm not doing it justice. So what you should do if Sanchez uh, doesn't post it, um, just Google Chris Gethard, G-E-T-H-A-R-D, Google uh, Chris Gethard programming, and that'll pretty much bring the essay up right there. Um So just read it. Um, He wrote it in response to the uh, shooting that happened in California, Uber Alice, Uber Alice, California, Um, you know, in in response to that, and, um, you know, and, uh, you know, there's the whole hashtag, yes, all women, Um, and Jesus Christ, where the fuck am I going to go with this? Um, Okay, I'll I'll start with this. I'll start with this. Living in America, it's not so easy being a lady. But hey, guess what? It's not so easy being a lady elsewhere, too. Um, okay, let me back up a little bit. So everybody with this guy in California that made the videos about boo-hoo-hoo, I can't get no tang, um, like the astronauts can, um, you know, went out and, well, first he stabbed his three roommates, which were all dudes. Um and then he went out and, and killed four other people, um, at least one of which was also a guy. Um, and while I, I understand um, the yes, all women hashtag thing, and I'll get to that in a minute, um, and while his cheesy, creepy loser video, um, he laid out his whole poor, poor, pitiful me, pitiful me it's because women won't look, look at me thing, I... Um, I don't, I don't put him in the same category as that guy back in 1989 in Montreal. Um, yeah, that's right. I'm going back to 1989, bitches, and I'm going Canada on you. Um, it was the Montreal massacre. And again, because I'm old, um, I remember when this happened. Um, but I did go ahead and refresh my memory a little bit so I could be accurate with the details. Um, by the way, I sing when I'm nervous or I, or in general. Maybe in general, I'm nervous. Anyway, back in 1989, in the Montreal Massacre, uh, Montreal, as in Canada, um, this engineering student... um, basically went on a shooting spree specifically because he was fighting feminism. Those were his words. Um, He apparently felt threatened by the number of, um, the rising number of women in the engineering field. And I think he felt that this was hurting his odds or something. Who knows how the mentally ill mind works. I should know. I have my own mental illness, health issues, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So I'm not being, I'm not just writing him off for that. But he, he, I feel like much more than this guy in California. Um, but of course, this happened in 1989, pre, pre Twitter. Um, he was really hardcore about, um, he was on the hunt for women. Um, he went into the, to the campus there in Montreal and the first classroom he went into, he separated the men from the women and he shot nine women in that classroom alone. And then he, um, well, he shot 28 people total. He killed 14 women, injured 10 women, and um, and injured four men in under 20 minutes. And after he left that classroom where he separated the men from the women, so he could make, have an easier shot at the, at the vajayjay, um, then when he went out through the hallways, he specifically was targeting women. Um, so it's not like this thing hasn't happened before. And it's not like it's still, obviously, still happening now. I think I just saw on the news last night where... Um, two or three women or girls in india were raped and then hung from a tree hooray for humanity um so yeah so yeah this is fun we're doing this segment so far are we not we are we sure sure are so anyway um I said I was also going to go back and mention the yes, all women hashtag. First, I need a swig of my little something, something ale. Because unlike Sanchez, I am fucking going to drink for this segment because it blows. Um, so anyway, there, there's the yes, all women hashtag thing, which I really agree with. And the thing that sucks is that I'm not participating in it because my ex follows me on Twitter. So if I were to tweet honestly with my account, I would tweet something along the lines of, because my ex-husband or then-husband said, I'm not such a bad husband. It's not like I hit you. Yes, all women. Because, yeah, that's what he said. And then also, um, on a regular basis, um, if I wasn't interested in sex, he, he would tell me that, you know, sometimes people have sex for the other person, even when they don't want to. And he said that knowing my background and dun, 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 here's where you take a dramatic turn. My background is the fact that I've been raped. Hooray. Um, there's really, there's no hooray in that. <sighs> But yeah, um, I was raped before most of you were born. Fuck yeah, that's how old school I am. You weren't even in diapers yet, and I was being violated. Um, so yeah, it's it's it's. You can probably see now why he's my ex. Um, those are a couple of shining examples. He didn't hit me, and I wasn't grateful enough. And. Uh, I didn't want to have sex when I didn't want to, especially since I've been raped and I know what having sex when you don't want to feels like, I guess. Um so anyway, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and back up to the to the whole rape thing. Um uh I really don't know what to say about it. What do I say about it? Um I didn't speak up at the time because it was 1982 and um even more so than now, uh, women were blamed for anything that happened to them. I guess is a shorthand way of saying it. Um, I knew I wouldn't get support. I felt like it was all my fault. All that cliche stuff. It, there are cliches for a reason. Um, and um, and the person. Well, let's just. Uh, 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 okay. So there was this guy. I'm going to go ahead and use their real names, um, not their last names. I, I use a pseudonym because, you know, real life is hard enough for a woman. I don't need to deal with shit online by by people knowing my real name and and coming after me online. Um, I, I I've already seen what happens to other women online, and I don't need to be afraid to turn on my computer. Um, I just don't need that. So. But I will use their first names because there's no way to, nobody will figure this shit out and I don't give a shit. So- So anyway, back in 1982, um, I was living with my then boyfriend, Tom, and he's the first person that I ever had full-on consensual intercourse with or full-on intercourse with. Um, That was consensual. I had not had unconsensual sex before then. Um, And so we were living together. Um, Let me also say that I moved out when I was 17 with no job experience and five bucks to my name. And um, if you think that people, that 17-year-olds do, do that. Um- from a happy, healthy home, you would be wrong. Um, that was exactly why I left, because my home life was anything but happy or healthy. So I was living with him after I'd, I'd lived on my own for a little bit. He and I moved in together. Um, and then I um, just realized I wasn't into him for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, mainly, I just thought he was slimy and, and gross and an idiot after a while, when I wised up. Um, but we were both part of a—he of a, um, was very popular— and we were both part of a, a small but, but growing in size and reputation um, music scene. So that c- kind of comes into play later on. Um, so we were living together. I was no longer interested in him, which means, of course, therefore, my vagina was much like the Disney movie Frozen. I don't know. I've never seen that movie. It was like the Ice Age down there. Look, I'm making my vagina a happy Pixar experience. Yay. So there was there was no warming over there. It was just dead, 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 dead. Um, and so, you know, we would, but we, were, we still only had one bed. I was still living with him and trying to figure out how the fuck I was going to Get out, and I was pretty, you know, blatant about, like, yeah, I'm done with this situation, whatever. So there's that. Um- and then I started having these like really weird, um, sexually violent nightmares. Um, I'd never had nightmares before. I don't see scary movies. Um, I don't watch porn because even back then, um, I had a bunch of feminist issues with it. For me, that's just my bag. Um, it just never seemed like it was fun for the women. And it seemed like it was purely for a man's pleasure. Um, and it seemed completely unequal. And I was all about equality shitty, shitty, shitty teenager that I was. Um, So I was having these awful sexually violent nightmares or nightmares about suddenly being at work naked with customers coming in, just like weird shit like that. Um, And then one night I woke up with him in me. There's really no other way to say it. I woke up with him in me. And I know you're saying, "How how could you sleep through everything that happened before then. Let me also say that a hardcore band used to practice outside of our bedroom, and I could sleep through their fucking rehearsals. When I went to sleep back then, um, I was dead to the world, and good old Tom decided to take advantage of it. Um, so I woke up with with him and me, and I shoved him off and freaked out and screamed and cried and and blah blah blah. And he made some excuse about he 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 thought that I was awake because I was moaning or something. And you know your your body's going to respond even when you don't want to. Um, so so that was that, and or or so I thought. But the nightmares kept. Kept happening. And then I started having some, some pain down in my nether regions. And I went to Planned Parenthood and was in my exam that was not as traumatic as Sanchez's first one. I'll, I'll say that for it. Um, but the doc, but the, the, and luckily it was a female doctor, but, but she said to me, she goes, Have, have, you, have you been experiencing trauma? And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, well, some of, you know, you're, you're having all this, you have this yeast infection, which I was like, well, that's weird. I'm not having sex anymore, and I'm super-duper clean. And she's like, huh, because you also have bruising down there and some vaginal tearing, which explains the pain. And I'm like, oh. And I remembered that first time that I woke up, with Tom and me, and I realized that that had not been the only time. So, um, while stranger rape is awful, while date rape is awful, and I think that people don't take it seriously enough because the cute word date is involved. Oh, we went on a date, and then we had a little rape. Fuck that shit. Um... When somebody that you've been living with and who's professed their love for you over and over and over again, even if you're not in love with them, you still had that experience where you were when you find out that they've been repeatedly raping you. Holy shit balls! Does that suck? It just it just sucks. So there. Hey, that happened. Um, and and like an idiot. Or like a woman of that young girl, a young inexperienced girl of that age and time. Um, like I said, I thought it was my fault, um, and and I even remained friends with him. And I thought it was my fault because I had lost interest in him. So therefore, he he had the. Of course, he was frustrated, and of course, he couldn't help himself. That's how fucked I was in the head. That's pretty awesome. Um, and it wasn't until years later when the movie Thelma and Louise came out. Again, kids, Google this. I know it's I'm going back before you were born. Um, but when Thelma and Louise came out, me and him and his current girlfriend at the time um, were hanging out. And he mentioned, you know, we're talking about the movie. And he said that he really liked it when one of the female leads shot, was It was a Brad Pitt? I don't know, one of the guys. uh comic relief who tried to, um, rape, uh, one of the women he thought was like badass that she shot him. And I just looked at him like, really? I should have shot you. Um, and, and a couple of days later we spoke on the phone and I said, if you ever see me to show, do not approach me, do not come near me or else I will start screaming at the top of my lungs what you did to me because you know, almost 10 years have passed and I'm a wiser and smarter and more aware woman and realize what is and isn't my fault in this world. So there's that. Um, And and it'd be great if that story ended there, wouldn't it? Because it's such a happy story and that's clearly such a happy ending. Hang on, I have to have another swig. (sighs) But no, the story didn't end there. Because um, just when you think that we've made progress as a society, something happens to make you realize that we don't, or that we haven't. A couple years ago, thanks to the wonderful world of Facebook, this other guy Donald decided to make that fact—the fact that I'd been raped by Tom—public on a public page having to do with um the music scene that that we were part of back in the 80s um he didn't mention me by name um i think he mentioned tom by first name and given the time frame and everything anybody that 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 knew tom would have known that donald was talking about me um and donald did this for his own fucked up shitty reasons that i that i won't go into um and, and everybody's reaction on Facebook wasn't, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry that that happened to that woman or, or you know, or, or, oh, my goodness, like, what the fuck? Um, instead, everybody just, just came at Donald saying that he was lying. And while I was really unhappy about the fact that this was made public, I didn't want anybody to think that this was a lie. So, um, hooray. I got to go public on the Facebook page and say it did happen. Um, if anybody would like to see the see the correspondence from Tom where oh yeah, I I should also mention in two thousand eight or whatever, when I first got on Facebook, of course Tom popped up as, Hey, wouldn't you like to be friends with your rapist? Ah! um and I was like no I would not but I would welcome the opportunity to ask him some questions hooray especially since I knew he was a father with a couple of daughters so I asked him you know if he ever thought about the long-lasting damage if he ever had any remorse you know anything along those lines um and, and I should say that when I confronted him in the phone call, um, you know, back in whatever, 90 or 91 or whatever it was, he, he didn't deny it. He started apologizing, but then he caught himself and said, well, if that did happen. So he, you know, he, he fully knew, duh, he knew his dick was in me and I didn't want it because I was asleep. I couldn't want or not want something when I'm asleep um and again in Facebook when I asked him these questions you know he didn't deny anything he just said that no he never thought about it you know he he just thought that he was helping get me in the mood that's right ladies rape is foreplay Pow fuck so so anyway um blah, blah, blah. Sorry, this is insane. Um, hey, this is what rape does to you people. It makes you babble in a podcast like a fucktard. Um, I kid. It does so much more than that. Um, so uh, so yeah, so I, I outed myself basically um, not to defend Donald for outing this, but just to say that Donald's not lying. This really happened. Um, and again, and a lot of my friends saw this. A lot of my friends, in fact, the singer—let's just say this—the singer of the band Government Issue, who was the hardcore band that practiced outside of the bedroom that I was raped in, the hardcore band that I could sleep through their rehearsals. Um, you know, John Stab actually contacted me, and a couple of other people contacted me and said, "This is just awful that that, that Donald brought this out." And I'm like, "I I I don't disagree with you." Um, but you guys are all friends with Tom, so what are your thoughts? And kind of the, the unanimous take was, well, if, you'd go, if, if I had gone public with, with this and had him arrested back when it happened, when I was 19 in 1982 and had nowhere else to go, um, then, then they wouldn't be friends with him. Um, but I didn't and while they they'd even talked to him since all this became public and he didn't deny it so there's no question he's a rapist um their take on it was well it happened so long ago why aren't you over it by now or we've been friends with him all this time he's never raped us i guess um why don't you just get over it and uh and that was that so um, so that's awesome. That's really awesome to have people in their late 40s, in some cases, early 50s, um, some of them parents, some of them parents of daughters, to still be either so backwards or still be so tied into some awesome moment of their youth that they don't want there to be anything to tarnish it, whatever. Or they just... You know, aren't as progressive as they think they are. I'm, I'm going to say that right there because they all think they're super progressive. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of uh, it's kind of where it it left off. Uh, it's there's there's no there's no not knowing that he's a rapist and. Um, like I said to John, like, okay, well, as long as you can look at yourself in the mirror every day and go, hey, I'm friends with the rapist, then then that's on you. I really can't do anything about it, except cut everybody off at the knees and have nothing to do with you, which is what I did. Um, and I also had to say no to two, not one, but two documentaries being done about the DC scene, because they wanted me to be involved with photos and, inter- oh, shit, I just said the scene, whatever, who cares. Um... Because they they wanted photos and and interviews, and I knew how heavily he's being used in the movie. And I was like, I have no interest in participating in a film with the person who raped me. And not only that, but um, I know of at least one other person in the film who raped somebody else that I know. And the, both male filmmakers were told me like, yeah, it's really weird. We're having a really hard time getting women to participate in this movie. And I'm like, well, that's because women weren't allowed to participate in the scene very much except to hold their boyfriend's jackets or hold their boyfriend's leather ja- leather coats or hold their boyfriend's leather jackets and take pictures or hold the coats, take the pictures and get raped. So yeah, there's probably a lot of reasons why women aren't participating in your film because back then it was a super macho bullshit scene. So I'm sorry this has gone all over the place. Um, Fun facts about rape. Fun facts about rape. Um, It's awful. Uh, It doesn't make it easier when you know the person. It doesn't make it any easier to trust future intimate partners. Um, the good thing about it is because I've, I've been upfront with every serious relationship, um, that has made it possible for one of my boyfriends to tell me about when he was raped as a 10 or 11-year-old um, by a female friend of his mother's. Um, he'd never really told, he'd only told one other woman about that. Um, and I also learned from another boyfriend that he had been sexually assaulted by his football coach. So at least by me coming forward with my story to dudes, um, those guys felt that they actually had somebody that was in their corner that they could talk to. And I always think that's a good thing, regardless of how it happens. Um, I, I think that's a good thing, I guess. It is a good thing. It is a good thing. Um, and, yeah, it's... um it definitely clouds me and um but you know it's 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 not like well, let's just say that, I mean, I've been getting street hassles since I was 10 or 11 years old, walking to 7-Eleven with my friend, you know, with my girlfriend going to go buy rock magazines. And I had no tits. I still have no tits. But that didn't matter. I had a vagina. I had a hole. And so men old enough to be my dad would yell out their car window, hey, baby, want to eat that pussy? It's like, you're saying that to an 11-year-old girl. Like, what the fuck? And that was that was the late 70s. Um, and And I don't know... I don't think we've really come all that far since then. You know, I've seen a lot of awful shit online by all these creepy guys saying like, oh, this bitch has got what they deserved, blah, 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 blah. And I don't care if you want to think like, oh, well, they're just anonymous shitheads. They never say that kind of thing in person. doesn't matter. They're willing to think it and type it out anonymously. And that's fucked. That's really fucked. So, so, hey, uh, how, do we tie, how do we tie a ribbon on this? What do we do about this? Um, whenever you hear, well, read the Chris Gethardt piece for one thing, because I, I think he kind of um, makes a lot of really good points. And just kind of in general, treat people with respect. It's pretty simple. Treat people with respect. You know who you can joke with about certain things, and, and you know their maturity level, that they're going to recognize it it's a joke. Uh. And not really how you feel. And and you'll be able to tell like when they're just joking versus is that a tip off to how they really feel? And you know, if if you have creepy people in your life, cut them off. You don't owe them any explanation why. If 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 you think that they treat other people shittily or they or they say awful things or that they're considering doing awful things and you can and if you can't talk them out of it and if it's not something that you can actually call Johnny law on not that I'm a huge fan of the popo but just don't even have those shitty people in your life because it makes it too hard for you to have access to the awesome people that you can have um, you know, and that's that's one thing as as somebody that has been raped. I've still had a lot of awesome experiences. I've still had a lot of awesome people in my life. Do I wish that this had never happened? Of course I do. Because I've had enough other shitty things that have happened that still would have made me an empathetic, compassionate, sick, sense of humored son of a bitch. That's not the only awful thing that's happened. Uh, but I, I would have loved to have skipped that one. That that would have been great. Um, so anyway, I'm sorry this isn't funny. I'm sorry this isn't awesome. um but mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be rapists. Peace out, bye, shit. I really said peace out. I'm so sorry that that really might be the worst thing that I've ever done. okay, bye
0: Well, that was very brutal, and you've definitely endeared yourself to all of us by being so honest. And that takes a lot of courage to come out with everything. But I hope it was a little bit freeing. I hope it felt kind of good to get that all off your chest. All I can do, like I can't change the entire world, but I can have one young man grow up and learn that no means absolutely no. And silence isn't a consent. And someone's being conscious is kind of important to your activities. Like, I don't know. I'm also going to try and teach him that a woman doesn't owe him anything, and he's not entitled to something just because he purchased something, or whatever. And actually, if you listen to the 40-year-old boy this week, uh, Lily does a good job of explaining why she was so on board with this uh, hashtag, the yes all women thing. And I totally massacred that last week. I think I just said yes women, or something like that. But she did a really good job of, uh, Expressing herself and I think that's the first time she ever grabbed a microphone on that show and spoke for a long period of time and I quite enjoyed it. I think Rose did as well. I think Rose did a great job Okay, but she did send something else in to kind of end on a happy note. So here's that
1: Hey, everybody. This is Rose. I just wanted to send a happier update from Portland, Oregon, because you're right, Gary. I'm back in Portland, Oregon. I'm back in the Pacific Northwest, where I belong. But more importantly, I'm back in Portland, where I belong, where I have a lot of awesome friends that I've been reconnecting with in person instead of just on Facebook, um, which has just been, oh, my God, the hugs. Sanchez. You know, us us me and my lady friends, we hug each other really tight. Now we don't jiggle back and forth to like mash our boobs against each other in a big swirling boob fest like the creepy guys you've dealt with. And I and I know I just got your panties wet there talking about boob fest. Sorry. Um but my lady friends hug me really hard and really tight and really long they 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 hug me a long time um and it's and it's wonderful um we don't we don't do some bullshit side bro hug we full on and they all have bigger tits than me, so maybe they have nothing to gain from this they well, I mean, one of them does love the ladies, but all the rest of them don't, and so they've got nothing to gain by my tits. Um, so that's been great. Um, I have a new friend who's older than me and had a pet monkey as a kid, so that's kind of cool. Um, and she knows all these awesome artists and stuff, because um, she worked at the SF MoMA in the 70s, and it just, holy shit, I, I, she doesn't know it yet, but I've got a goddamn mentor, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, It's just, uh, my mind is blown by how lucky I am sometimes. Um, And on Sunday, I might meet uh, the ever-present, the ever-awesome Rich Galvin. Um, if I don't meet him on Sunday, then I'll meet him another time, as well as his as well as his lovely wife Kirsten, Kirsten Kirsten. Fuck, I've had two beers. I'm sorry, I'm a lightweight. Um, they live in they live in Salem, so um, I'm sure we'll be seeing each other on the regular, which is great. I've already gone to my first comedy show. I went to go see Kyle Dunnigan with a. Ale- Lesbian Sanchez, I saw comedy with a lesbian. Um, She's a big fan of Professor Blastoff. Um, So so we went and I told her that I would be her go-to gal for all comedy shows, which she's psyched about. I don't know if we're going to go see Michael Ian Black yet. I haven't uh, brought it up, and I'm just not sure about the finances for that one. Um, And I'm also going to go see Oh Yeah, Dude later on in June they're my, one of my other all-time favorite podcasts, and uh, I never got to see them when they played the East Coast, so I'm pretty psyched about that. Um, what else? What else? Tomorrow I'm going to go to the Humane Society and see if I'm going to get a catan, a catan, meow, meow, or if I'm going to get this full-grown seven-year-old orange tabby named Sherby who has kitty-aids. Um Because I fell in love with him in the video. God damn it. Fuck. I thought I wanted a kitten until I saw Sherby. So we'll see. Um, I'll update next time. And I'm not going to be a full-on crazy cat lady because I can only have one cat. But I can still be a full-on crazy lady, and I plan to because it's fun. Uh, My apartment is great. I even have a little back patio that I can sit out on. I'm convenient to everything. had to start all over getting all new furniture and all new almost all new furniture all new used vintage furniture really um but yeah you know sometimes you got to start over and it's okay in fact, it's the it's the fucking best. It can make you regret the past seven years of your life. But as soon as you realize that there's no point in living in the past or in regret, then every day is an awesome, beautiful day. And um, I just think I'm the luckiest cunt there is. So there you go. Anyway, um, be awesome, everybody. Um, Be awesome to yourselves and then try to be awesome or at least nice to one other person every day. I know that sounds stupid. But um, it really helps me when I'm in a fucking awful mood. If I just give a compliment to a stranger or just say hi to somebody, it pulls me out of my little black cesspool of hell. And, um, and people don't even usually think that I'm a depressed, anxious, miserable person. So I've got that going. Fooling people. Um,
0: it's great. It's
1: awesome. So anyway, love you. Bye
0: okay, I've had to move locations because my kid was getting put to bed upstairs and I can't stay disgusting things while he's in the next room being so cute and adorable and loud and adorable and cute. I can't. You know, okay, one of the things he said to me, oh man, it was months ago now, probably about three months ago, I'm giving him a bath and uh, he's looking down, he's like, that's my penis. I was like, yep. And he's like, mama, you have a penis too. And I said, no, I don't have a penis. Okay, Mama, we will buy you one penis. Little does he know I have an entire tool belt full. A very well-organized tool belt. Who's got some tails? We've got some tails. Who's got some... T- sh- sh- hey, everybody, this is Tails,
2: and I'm back not to talk to you about drugs today. I'm here to talk to you about parents. Parents are great. Parents are awesome, but only when they're there for you. Um, Alright, Sandra wanted to know, um, was my stepdad a pervert? <laughs> uh, it's talking about hitting the nail on the head. No, we're not buddy-buddy right now. He's good for money, my mom's with him still, that's all that I care about. Uh, the guy deserves everything he gets, and I hope he dies a slow, painful death, but he probably won't, cause he's a fucking cockroach, and he'll probably be alive for as long as possible. But, I'm in his will, so, you never know something, a miracle might happen. I don't know. Anyways, yes, stepdad, hate him. I wish he would die, but he's good for money, and yeah, that is why I had to stay in the camper, because I was not putting myself in a risky situation like that, and uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into details or anything, but uh, being vague is probably my best bet right now uh so yeah that's why i live in the camper um how is my relationship with my parents today well i used to hate my mom because you know kicking me out and all that shit, and staying with my stepdad in the first place it caused a lot of uh, resentment towards her but uh she did what she had to do and i respect her for that and i love her to death and i still go and visit her every week i go for dinner we hang out we talk we are pretty much best friends me and my mom um i guess you guys all know where i stand All my stepdad um my real father is a psychopath he has bipolar manic depressive schizophrenia and he is a douchebag he will always be a douchebag when he left my mom he was dating my stepmom lisa for quite a few years before My mom actually had the nerve to leave my dad, I guess. It was my mom that left my dad. And uh, he ended up leaving my mom um, bankrupt. And she couldn't get an apartment. And we were just, I had me and my older sister. And uh, we figured it out, some very nice, kind uh, landlord helped us out, gave us a place to live. I can't remember how old I was, like six or something. And uh, yeah, it was pretty rough for a little while. But, uh, so that, that's my dad. And in the divorce, I chose to stick by my mom's side because my dad is a psychopath. He used to stalk my mom and like take pictures of her car or follow her home from work and shit. And it got pretty bad. Like he got me fingerprinted because he thought somewhere in his head told him that my mom was gonna take me out of the province and shit. So he's just like fucking crazy. And just recently, actually, um, he has now decided to leave my stepmother. Uh, he's got a hot new, uh, young blonde woman that he's calling his girlfriend, and, uh, he's decided to get tattoos now, which is completely out of character. He wanted to get- Okay, this is the douchebaggest thing that I can imagine. He wants to get Eminem tattooed on his inner forearm because Eminem saved his life. This man, my father, is like 50-something years old. He's such a fucking loser. So anyways, That's my dad. I don't like him. He's not even invited to my wedding, so we'll see how well that goes because I'm inviting all of his family except for him. And my stepmom is amazing. She's the best. She's awesome. She's patient. She's kind. She is just all around wonderful. I love her like a real mother. She's been there for me through all of my dad's psychotic breaks. Uh, My dad used to be really physically abusive. Uh, using gelts and shit and I remember when I was a kid I used to hide under my bunk bed but that didn't really help at all. Um, The worst thing my dad ever did was like sweep a pile of the kitchen like all the the rice that fell and all the crumbs and he'd put it in the corner and make me kneel on it and as my stepmom was around she'd let me stand up when he wasn't around or if he was on a different floor of the house and then then if he came back I'd go back but man that fucking hurt. That sucked. But, uh, yeah, my stepmom is awesome, so, I don't know, it's weird, I know, but uh, I hate both my father figures in my entire life because they've never been father figures, but my mother's, uh, they have been amazing. Now, if only my mom was lesbian and married Lisa, that would be awesome. So, yeah, so my dad's going through his second divorce and now my mom wants to divorce my stepdad, finally, I'm rooting for that. But, uh, yeah, um, so that's parents. Okay, so y- you wanted to, like, kind of know how often people think about vaginas. I think about vaginas every second of my life. Anything makes, me re- anything makes me think about vaginas or nipples. Like, if you look around, everything's a goddamn nipple. I'm looking at my speaker right now, and it's, like, circular, and there's, like, this metal thing, and it looks like a nipple. When I'm at my second job, I make pizzas, and when we pull out the dough, there's, like, this little, little nub thing and it looks like a breast with a nipple. It's amazing, nipples are everywhere. Start looking for the nipples, you'll see it, and you'll start thinking about China's way more often once you see all the nipples. <laughs> Anyways, I just fucking woke up, so I gotta go
0: take a shower. Take it easy, guys. Bye, this has been Dale. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I knew your stepdad was a fucking creep. I could just tell. Why else would you sleep in a cramper? All right, well, I'm glad your moms are getting divorced from your dads. Why, why shouldn't they hook up? Why not? Eh, try something new You know how I always sell lesbianism to my straight uh, uh, Early 40s Divorcee friends Well not friends, co-workers Who am I kidding, I don't have friends I always say, listen, when's the last time you dated someone And you Picked out the penis that you were going to be entitled to Come on Pick one, anyone Any size Veins, no veins Circumcised, uncircumcised, whatever Pick one The world is your oyster The world is your plastic penis Make that shit happen Alright, so let's get down to business here I would say leave an iTunes review again Like I did last week Except uh, it occurred to me that I'm not even on iTunes anymore So who the fuck knows when that's going to happen But just in case you're listening to this And it's like January Sure, go ahead I'm I'm sure by January I will be back on iTunes Probably I think they have it out for me I think they, they were looking for any excuse to get rid of the chubby Dike, and they took their chance. I made one stupid mistake, and they, they made me pay. So you can leave an iTunes review. You can find me on Twitter, Sandra D. Sanchez, Facebook, change of address, Facebook page, you can like that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, all this bandwidth, you're going to get a lot of me. That's probably too much, probably too much of me, I think. But you needed to know about the ticks, and you needed to know about the lawnmower. I don't care what people say about our relationship. I mean, so what if it's mostly just one-sided? You know I care about you. Imagine you and me. And me and you. Something, 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 something. Something, something. I hope you're listening to this while you're mowing your lawn with a lawnmower that fucking works. I hope- that's my wish for you. That's all I hope for. Now here I am, looking at my dirty kitchen, wondering who's gonna wash all these fucking dishes. And I realize that it's me, because I choked Sarah to death for asking me if there was fucking gas in the fucking moor.